I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You both look great. Oh, well, thank you. Thank God. No, I think also my, if you got a filter on your camera or something, because when I use my Mac, because we're on SJ's computer, when I mm-hmm. use my, mine at home, I always look like a tomato. I have like a bright red face. I look ropey all the time. But this is like, there's like a glowy, soft, pinky hue going on. I think it just, it just, it just picks up on my glow. And, and, I, and, it just, and it's and rubbing it's off on rubbing me. Rubbing off on you. <laughs> I got the SJ. <laughs> I, I was going to say to you, you look lovely. And have you still got the filming makeup on you? No, because we weren't you... filming today. We were rehearsing today. And sure, I was in the... See at the forty foot, so there's no makeup to add. But she look as though you well. Oh no, I do have makeup on now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I put makeup on now because <laughs> you should have seen me after I came back from the forty foot. I'm, my body went into shock, and I had like a purple face on me. I'm prone to the flushing anyway. <sighs> Maya was purple and shaking all over. So I was like, I think I'll just put on so a bit of foundation good. now. Is that a bit crackly? It's a bit crackly. It's a bit crackly. Um. So but- listen. Listen, was that your first swim in the Irish Sea this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I dipped my toes in. We were in Greystones Beach last week and I put the toes in and went, oh, that's pretty fresh now. That's pretty, pretty cold. <laughs> it's and really hard. It's, it's really, it's really hard. Going, right? But like before getting in today, it was, there was a gale. We were standing in our togs in a gale. I was being blown around the place, lashing. Yeah, it's wild. I'm just like, this is pretty wild now. But also, you know, you get caught up in the drama of like, well, yeah. we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to be shooting, and we're going to, there's, you know, there's the ambulance people, and there's your buddy who's, you know, in their wetsuits, and they're introducing themselves, kind of going, you know, this is the signs. If you, you know, if you're in trouble, you do this, and it's all like, okay, now everybody, we're getting in, everybody's getting in. You're going to go down the steps, and we're like, okay, oh, we're getting in, we're getting in, and then we're in, <laughs> we're in, we're in, we're in. You we're can't in. breathe. I can't, I can't breathe. And it's really cold. And your buddy's going, are you okay? Thumbs up, are you okay? And you're going, yeah, I think I'm okay, okay. And everybody's kind of, you know, being quite dramatic. And then you look over your shoulder, and there's just people having a swim, just normally having a swim because that's actually all you're doing. It's just happening. Because that's what they do every day. And they're thinking, <laughs> they do every day. Possible. What is with these actors and their buddies and their crew? Exactly. We just <laughs> no, looked pathetic. Now, listen, and also just to cut in and explain to the listeners, Eva was swimming for a telly job. Okay, yeah. that's all. Yeah. We haven't and, just and also, said that. Yeah, and, but yeah. I, I am also like... I'm not great in cold water. I don't come Who from a is? family of let's all get in, guys. Yeah. Like I'm a bit, I'm a bit. You're a bit of a pussy. I'm a bit of a pussy. And you're, you're like most people. I mean, most people aren't able. And, you know? and, and, and it was, and it got quite choppy today as well. There was a swell. Yeah. Oh, this is new lingo yeah. to me. There's a swell that actually got quite big and everything. We all had to get out eventually because it was too much. But um, not caused well, by the ferry, caused by the weather. Caused by, <laughs> caused by the weather. Exactly. But um, my buddy, my actual buddy, Linda, goes swimming in the sea with my other friend, she ran. They go pretty much every week. And she was showing me her big jacka. It's called a J-A-K-K-A. It's these big, oh, like huge the dry jack- robes. Like the dry robes. The dry robes. Yeah. Have one? We've had our dry robes, like, for the last four weeks when we haven't been in the sea. Okay, because it's yeah. sort of part keep of our warm. costume. As, as our keep they're the warms. new keep warms. Yeah. yeah, they're the new keep warms. And also they are, our characters have them as well. Did they have them today? No. No. I see purple. I was purple. And literally, like, I was shaking so much. too funny. The last time I shook like this was after giving birth to my daughter. You know, when your body starts convulsing and you can't get a hold of the shakes? That's how I was. Like, the jelly handed me a towel that was like the size of a hand towel. I was going, ah, are you kidding me? Wow, what went wrong? There? I don't know. Who, I don't know what went thinking? wrong there. I don't somebody know what went missed wrong. the memo. Somebody, somebody wasn't them. Um, didn't have. And did all five of you have no dry robes? I didn't have the dry robes. 
Oh, wow, that's that. a shocker. So what I did have, which went down very well, was a bottle of brandy. Ah, <laughs> did you bring the brandy? Ah, it was brandy. you that had the brandy. I knew <laughs> it. I knew Good. it. Yeah, I'm thinking Batman. Oh, better for instant yeah. heat. You're great. A you're great. Bit. Did you bring a little little paper cups and everything? Uh, no, in fact, we're coming to think it was very COVID unfriendly. Did you drink the bottle? Let's look from the bottle. So, Reagan from the neck, double vaxxed and all. Out in the open air. The only thing that can happen now is that the weather can improve for you by next See? week because yeah. it's particularly bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, aut- it's autumnal at the moment. It's the most autumnal August I can it's ever shocking. remember. It's shocking. Really, it's just beyond. I know it is beyond, but at the same time, there's something about it that I am loving. Are you? You're loving it, darling, because you've just come from New Mexico. You've come from the You have been here all summer, although we did have a lovely heat wave, but... It's because you're coming from a lovely but time. What I love care. about it, but it's just, it is such Irish weather. It's such Irish weather. It's such Irish, like four seasons yeah. in one hour. Yeah. And it's all people talk about, you know. You know the UK because... crew, which most of our crew are, <laughs> ca- literally can't every day. I can't believe it. It's like, it's like, it's like December now. <laughs> It's like four seasons in one day. It's true. It's playing yeah. havoc with our continuity. I mean, if, if we're going to yeah. start talking about the weather, I, I just want to tell you, I won't stop. I love <laughs> Like my favourite thing. I do weather. Me and Dee, my friend Dee, get on the phone and we talk weather for a good 10 minutes before we get into anything else. Yeah, what's it like there? What's it like there? But she only lives up the road. Up the road. <laughs> But it could be different up there. It could be different up the road. Oh, it could be different up the road. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely totally different. My mother's an hour down the road. Totally different. (laughs) Totally funny. That was when I arrived in Galway once. I'd been living in London and uh, got to Galway, got off the train and got into a taxi that was going to take me to the apartment. And the weather was gorgeous and the sun was shining and I was just in flying form. Couldn't believe it's just gorgeous. Got into the taxi. I said, oh, my God. I said, I'm back. I haven't been here in, in a couple of years. I'm so happy. To, and the weather. Oh, my God. It's lovely, isn't it? It's been like this since lunchtime. <laughs> it, it was half three. Oh, God. <laughs> That's very good. But it's so <laughs> So, so it's just the response, everything about it just makes you think, oh, it's good to be back. You know, oh, you're back. I you're know. back. You're here now. No, I live here now. You live here now. Yeah. 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 So let me, I'll explain properly, will I, to the listeners, because we haven't really introduced this properly. This well, episode. I think just we to have. say oh, that on. you've landed. You're mo- you've moved. You've moved to Ireland. You've did it, like, as yeah, in a couple of days Ireland. ago. Yeah. Three days ago. Yeah. yeah. And we're here now. And just to explain to the listeners, this <laughs> We've never explained to the listeners as much in her life, <laughs> just to say. <laughs> Eva and I are sitting beside each other. Yes, of course, in we need to the same yeah. room. Yeah. Look yeah. at her. I'm touching her. And I'm well and I jealous. I I'm know. well jealous. Oh, no. Even though I'm, I'm quite enjoying their two heads being together. And it's less, <laughs> it's actually less work waiting for one screen and then the other screen. We are both there. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm desperate for the three of us to be in the one room, though. That has to be next, surely. It will. <gasps> On the Galway weather, you remind me that the, my fir- one of my very first jobs was in Galway working for Druid Red. And I rang my father to tell him that I'd gotten a job and of course he was ecstatic that I'd gotten a job you know any to get anyone off the payroll you know I'm one of five to get any child off the payroll is a big <laughs> big deal and he was like a job you got a job somebody's going to pay you to do something to do the acting is it oh my god this was like a miracle and I said yeah it's fabulous great company and they're called Druid and they're down in Galway and the big pause and he said Galway oh Jesus you can't live in Galway I said, what? Excuse me, I'm still waiting for the congratulations. Oh, the rain, the rain in Galway. Jesus, love, you couldn't live in it. You could visit now, but you couldn't live in it. And he did not visit me for the two years I lived in Galway. He said to me, first of all, he said, I can't drive to Galway, love. The sun is in your eyes the whole way to Galway. Terrible excuse Ter- shocking sun, sun setting in the west and all it is true the sun is in your eyes the whole way to go and what's very funny about that generation is they never would occur to them to buy a pair of sunglasses they just <laughs> Not at all. never owned a pair my father never owned a pair of sunglasses i never saw him in a pair ever he didn't really? even buy sunglasses back then really? and sure the sun as you say it might only be out till half three it yeah. wouldn't be out for the whole day <laughs> 
or certainly wouldn't be out for a week. So that would be a terrible investment buying a pair of sunglasses. Like, who are you kidding? They must have been quite rare, expensive things. Did you did you see your parents munching sunglasses? My dad had my dad had tinted glasses. um, Prescription, but prescription. But he says himself, "I'm blind in one eye and I can't see in the other." So. He didn't need them. <laughs> so he didn't need them at all. But he and he would wear a cap. The yeah. cap. Yeah. Um, for the glare. Oh. Anyway, to go back to me down the rain, he yeah. wasn't wrong. I remember being so shocked that it rained every day. And he was for right. The two was years that I lived in Galway. And right. I used to have he was right. And I used to have great pity for the women because they were desperately glamorous and all they could do was put a rain mac over. <laughs> Wouldn't matter what stylish coat they bought or what stylish outfit, they were they had to have a big rain mac over everything because the hair was frizzed, the outfit was soaked. It was tragic. <laughs> it was tragic. <laughs> Well, now we're going to lose all the Galway people. We love Galway. Galway. And let's be clear, if it's crack you're after, go to Galway. I I had two of the best years of my life living there. I had pure crack from born tonight. Now, listen, I can't talk about the rain. I grew up in Kerry. I mean, and that comes at you. It's rain, but it comes at you from all angles because of the wild Atlantic winds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As the woman on the train said to me, oh, it's a rain that would wet you. (laughs) Mm. coming at you like it it's something against it's not wrong sure yeah. she's not it's still different I know but you know area. what though it's so uh, I can see why people obsess about the weather so much I walked from Dundrum shopping centre back to where we're staying and uh, past a church and there was a wedding and they were coming out of the church oh. and they were all blown asunder blown the asunder hair, the, the hair. hair and the little hats and some of them were standing behind cars and they had the hoods up so that they could hide Shelter. themselves from the thing and the 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 bride was standing there and her veil was going oh. mad and her hair was going mad and um but the rain stayed off you know and isn't it funny how th- like that's a bonus yeah but the wind and everything you think Oh, you know, and it's August and it's August. And it's that's August. what you're getting. Like, yeah. so there's no. Yeah, that was why I had a winter wedding. I couldn't be dealing with mm. what you might or might not. Yeah. 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 yeah, couldn't have that over me. Yeah, I find the worst thing is the, the lack of planning. Like you can't say, let's have a barbecue on Sunday. You just can't. <laughs> no. no, you, <laughs> you can't. You cannot plan. As far as two days ahead, you could you oh. could look at the phone and go, maybe we chance it tomorrow. But that's really <laughs> true. Anyway, I think we'll have to abandon the weather now. We've covered it now. <laughs> Tell me this, SJ, are you jet lagged? And no, not jet lagged at all. I just keep saying, I live here now. And how did that feel? It felt really good. It? Yeah, it feels really good because you 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 think about it and you're prepping and planning but you're not really planning you're just doing one trip at a time going to the states and um and seeing our family um lads the summers like summers are just they're epic epic epic, like epic we had a table of 12 every night for almost three weeks oh oh, and and you know that it is full on when my seven-year-old who is as you know, very social and loves a gathering, turned to me two nights before we left and he said, you know what I'd love before we leave house is if we can just have dinner at home, just the seven of us. The seven of us. <laughs> just the seven of us. <laughs> we broke him. We broke Lewis. And if you can break Lewis, then you know that's how You're full on the summer yeah. was. Now, it was great. And really, you know, we just had so many different uh, members of our family visiting from different parts of the world because we were in New Mexico. So they came from California and they came from Mexico. They came from uh, we were living with his sister and brother uh, in law and my mother in law um, and court was there and Heather and Liberty. And so it was just like an gathering wow. of people and it was brilliant. Um, but it's hard work. Uh, but Absolutely. I mean, the, the amazing thing is that not all families can live with each other for three weeks straight and hosting dinners. Exactly. Most can't. Um, and we really lived very well together. Mm. Like that's a testament to, to his mother and, and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their son. Like we, the seven of us lived very well together and the house was incredible. It was 
big. And so we all and, uh, had spaces to be. And yeah. And was this the house that Ellie's mother, she rented a house, a she nice did. big house for you all. Yeah, that was a beautiful That was house. an inspired idea. An, an amazing idea because her, her feeling was that she hadn't seen us in a year and a half, a year and a half is a long time for a grandmother not to see the, and so many grandparents have had the same experience mm. because of COVID. Um, and Ellie hadn't seen his sister for, for two and a half years. So it was really like a gathering together. It was great. Well, in mm. normal circumstances, you know, have we not lived through the last year, year and a half that we have coming out of what we were slowly coming out of. Yeah. Having had such a long period of being much more solitary. You, you, you get out of the habit of a lot of those social interactions, don't you? you? Do. What, you, what do. you normally do or, or did. You suddenly, yeah. you, you're kind of rusty, aren't yeah, you? And it completely. takes a while to get back into that swing. It's not easy. And it's not that you, you don't want to be around all those people that you love. It's just, it feels weird. Yeah. And you sort of got used to having a bit of that, time yeah. that that quiet quiet time yeah, sure and it goes in a different way and I think some people deal with it much easier than others um and it has become a, a thing you know where people talk about social anxiety going yeah. back into the norm you know lots of people I we wouldn't know because we don't work in an office but you know a lot of people being nervous about going back to the office to go from nothing to everything yeah is uh, yeah is, it's is, extreme Well, we got a holiday and there were seven of us on the second week of the holiday. So for the first week, it was just us as a family, just the four of us. And actually, it was a little bit longer than a week, not maybe nine days, including the traveling. And then my friends came, uh, Dee and Stephen, their child, and also my goddaughter, Tony, and her partner. So we were seven for the second week and we were five living in the house and seven out for dinner every night. And it was perfect but like that we had just had enough of each other the four of us I sort of planned it like that that we'd have a week to have quality time mm. just the four of us knowing full well we'd be well sick of each other by the end of that week and that we'd be dying for the company yeah. which we yeah. were <laughs> when they landed we were oh Jesus people thanks be to God company we're sick of each other and it was really perfect um, now I feel I feel awful guilty because I know so many people didn't get away but listen we did we got lucky and I just have to say getting off this island after the two years was one of the most exciting things that's ever happened to me. Like I, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered where I went. I was high as a kite for about four days. I was just going, oh, oh, look, oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Blue skies, blue skies. Look at the sea warm. Oh, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It was like I, and it was interesting because when I was looking at Dan, who was, is 12, it meant that he hadn't been away for two years. And I really noticed looking at him how much his world had shrunk during COVID because he hadn't swam for two years. Now, yeah. I probably hadn't either, but for him at that age, at yeah. 10, the two years is like seven years or something. Yes, it's it's it just, just a much, much bigger gap. He'd forgotten what an airplane was like. His world had become football, school, home. And that was it. PlayStation, yeah. obviously. Um, that's just in there but, yeah. but that was it it had shrunk yeah. and the first time that he got into the pool he lay back in it and his eyes rolled in his oh. head oh. I swear to God he was like oh my god oh my god oh my god he just couldn't believe the bliss of it he couldn't believe it yeah. and then oh. we were sitting in a hotel and there was a bit of a pool we were looking out on a pool and he said I feel quite rich <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that's, that's just because he hasn't been in a place like where there's a pool yeah. attached to the housework. Incredible. So there you go. Aww. That just shows you the impact. The but impact of what we've all been But also through. what's lovely about that is the appreciation. It's okay, of course, people go away on holidays every year, but it's it's kind of a newfound appreciation for these things that just become well yeah like hugging hug, being able to hug hugging. again just like oh my god I, I, yeah. I, I didn't realize how important it was I love hugging <laughs> we can do this absolutely. and the excitement that we're all getting and yeah. just giving each other a cuddle is just lovely isn't it it, it is it's absolutely it's phenomenal. Simple as, as simple as that yeah it yeah does. it's fabulous well anyway you're here love and you look you have found a home by all accounts found a home oh, thanks yeah. to the very very brilliant Liz O'Kane I'm definitely giving her a mention 
She's well, go on, go off and give her a mention. She'd be delighted with the mention. Oh. Bit of nepotism. We're going to do a bit of nepotism today because I have another thing I want to talk about. But anyway, okay. Liz O'Kane, yeah. Liz O'Kane. Yeah. I'm not her, you're not her sister, so you can give her the high praise. Oh, I'll give her the high praise. Anyone's looking to buy a house. We're not buying a house. We're renting a house, but she is a buyer's agent and she is remarkable and she stepped in to help us because she knew that we were looking for places um and she stepped in and helped us find an apartment um so quickly and just dealt with real estate agents for us she's just extraordinary at what she does and she's so passionate about what she does and um, I can't recommend her enough. I just, I am. She, she is. Easier. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Hooked me do up. Either. Yeah. She is phenomenal. She found me this house and and got it all, made it all happen. I, I wouldn't be here without her. Yeah. Lizokane.ie is her website. <laughs> wants to look yeah. up, but if you're buying or renting, she does both. But she is actually absolutely. Phenomenal. And so we mm-hmm. we arrived on Wednesday and we viewed a place yesterday that she had reserved for us because she just sensed it was the right place for us and we are moving in next week. Amazing. I mean like yeah. it's seamless. So, That's just like, so seamless. Like we're so lucky. I'm very excited because it's so close <laughs> it's to so me. close you're, to you. Oh like a seven. You're like an eight minute walk. Are you? Is that all? Is that all? No, it's a bit longer. Ah, yeah, 12, 12, 12. <laughs> I love you. I love how you like to, you know, just make everything just better. Or I said to, 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 that's a five minute walk to the new school this year. Of course, you Google mapped it. She said, well, it's a 17 minute walk to the school. <laughs> you know, yeah, pipe yeah. down, <laughs> Mrs. Exaggeration. Yeah. I know, but you see, you do it. It's, it comes from such a good place. It's just always out of good. And the, the, the enthusiasm for life to be better. <laughs> That's why you don't do what Liz does, though. Otherwise, you'd have a lot of very disappointed or angry clients. It's like, you told me it was five minutes away. <laughs> 515. What's the difference? Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's better for you to do more walking. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, with the, so on the subject of nepotism, I wanted to talk about the book that I read on my holiday, which is by none oh. other than Elium Cryum called Desert Trilogy. Oh my God. Okay. Now, so I'll just declare that Elium, better known as Ellie to us, is SJ's husband. Yeah. And he's written this book called Desert Trilogy, which blew my mind. It's a work of absolute brilliance. I know you've read it, Eva, haven't you? No, I've, I've only listened. I'm listening. So I'm listening to oh, you've done SJ the read. I'm on the Audible and I'm about, I think I'm only about four, maybe. No, I think I'm four chapters in. So I've, yeah, I've, I've only just started really. And it's incredible. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It really is. It's, he's a genius. Every yeah, line of it exquisite. is absolutely brilliant. And it's epic in scale. I mean, mm. I, yeah, it's phenomenal. Ross finished it there recently and blown away as well. Like it's yeah, pretty yeah. extraordinary. What's so exciting to me is that, you know, because it had taken so long for him to get any sort of traction with agents and the traditional publishing route. And so, you know, he wrote, you know, he finished this some like years ago. And then while he was waiting to to get traction from from agents and publishers, he wrote his second book. And so once the second book was done, we just kind of went, this, his first, his debut novel is sitting, sitting on a desktop. This is ridiculous. And it was like, I so happy that he decided to go down the self-publishing route because it means now that people like yourselves who are saying, how can we read your book, can read his book. And also I, it's like, I don't have this little secret anymore or big secret. I want people to understand just how brilliant this and it's not just I'm so proud of 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 him and his talent but it's the book itself mm. it takes you on such oh, no, the a book journey is... you know and um yeah and I'm it's so actually... happy that it's out there and people are are finally getting to read it yeah. um well let's also talk about the audible which you record SJ and I mean I, so I haven't done the audible yet but Steve has and he has not stopped raving how yeah. many character voices it's extraordinary he, did. he could not believe the job that you did on the audible which i'm going to do next i mean i've read the book and i'm going to do the audible yeah. next because that's how much i enjoyed it do you know but what's amazing about, about it, it it really it is incredible because it's because you obviously have to do so many characters and like i say i'm only a few chapters in but it's the subtle changes you make for each person 
you know, so they're not ex- extremes because you obviously have to do a, a lot. So it's this ability to do something so subtle that is absolutely enough that you know exactly who's talking in any given scene, um, which I just think is quite extraordinary for, for age-wise and sex. So if you're doing male, female, young to old, you're just doing these very, very subtle things that are, make a world of difference and you're brought immediately into that into that world and environment and it's you're living it with those characters I just think for one voice to to do that so incredibly well in such a beautiful way it's, it's really quite it's a, quite huge a talent. talent yes, yes James. it's a huge talent now I know you've recorded lots of audiobooks so you're obviously in the groove you know how to do it but so lovely to hear um, thank you. Um, but there are so many audiobook narrators out there that it is such a um, it's such a craft. Mm. And when Ellie asked if I would be the narrator for his book, I I felt an awful lot of pressure in a way, but not pressure, just responsibility, because I'd read it so many times. And so I was so fully invested in the book itself that I wanted him to be certain that he had the right narrator for it because I was, I just loved the book so much that I wanted to Mm. do it, do it justice, just do it justice. Um, But then he made a change in the first section, which meant that I, I myself felt like that is actually a, a decision that, that makes me feel comfortable as a female narrator to be able to bring listeners in. But I think the key to any audiobook narrator, and there's so many people, you know, brilliant narrators out there, is it's all in the writing. And and for me, because I love the book so much, and I had I was so familiar with all the characters that it makes the narration much easier that mm. you're not you don't I don't have to think and his 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 prose is so um epic and uh in many stages there's like some sentences go on for a page and so I just wanted to do it justice mm. and so I t- I'll tell you I I absolutely believe you and understand that because the book is so exceptional that I, I would have a fear as well. I, I've, been, I've been handed that job, I, the responsibility of it. His writing is just exquisite. Oh, and I, I'm not saying that because, you know, I, I know, know you, you know, Ellie. It, it is absolutely, it stands on its own. And I know, I mean, I, I know a lot of people have read it at this point. Um, but there, there, just one thing, though, that, that I always need to uh, point out to people who aren't familiar with Ellie's work and why would they this is his debut novel um that he is dyslexic and so the fact that this book was was written you have to bear in mind that every single word he had he had to fight for every single word on that page which meant that all those sentences were thought through. but that's exactly what you get from when you read it but there's there that, that I remember saying I think I, I said that thing exact um line to ross which is like each sentence has so much thought in it it's it, it, it to such beautiful exquisite detail that he spent with every word he has searched for the right word but then you've given it such context there that that's incredible and so every word has fought to make its place onto that page that's the things that every single sentence like sometimes he would spend a day really thinking about a sentence that he knows this is a really important and it's all about the sentences to him. Um, and well, that, shows, that, that makes an awful lot of sense to me because really I does. admired every sentence as I read it. Sure. How rare, how exactly. rare is that? Yeah. Exactly, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Every sentence is beautifully formed, but it's simple as well. It's not over-egged or anything. I actually watched, me and Steve have been watching a documentary about Hemingway and it reminded me a little bit of him because he, yeah, they, they always said he pared everything back and sort of wrote differently. And I, I felt a little bit like that reading Ellie's book. I thought yeah. it was just incredible. What an achievement. I mean, I'm so Massive. thrilled that, that, you, that, you, that you got the chance to read it. Yeah. I also had the, ama- the added bonus of reading it whilst in Greece. I know. Because, you know, it's like about the, uh, there's a good bit about the gods, the Greek gods and their influence yeah. on people's lives. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there was one day I was reading it, actually looking at the Acropolis. I, mean, wow. I, hear, I hear this is just mind blowing. 
Yeah, it's such a great setting. He just wants to be going back to writing the next thing. But now he has to do this social media campaign because when you self-publish and it's all on you to start marketing the book and the whole thing, I'm sure it's not. Well, we're starting here now. We're starting here now. (laughs) Tell everybody where they can buy it, will you? Well, probably the best place is Calle Pez Studios. Yeah, you can go to Calle Pez Studios, which is C-A-L-L-E-P-E-Z-S-T-U-D-I-O-S dot com. Calle Pez Studios. It's called Desert Trilogy. You can either order the book or the audio book and it'll take you to the Amazon links because Jeff Bezos needs an extra few pennies. Mm. No, he's not doing great. Mm. So we said we'd give him a few <laughs> of ours. him. He would support the him. horse yeah, has rocked him. Mm. <laughs> very generous of him. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. How was it when you left that house for the last time in London? Um, I, I kind of felt, we probably moved house. I sort of felt a bit emotional because I, I, I sort of said goodbye to some neighbours and that sort of made me feel a bit emotional. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, I wasn't too bad about the house, but the kids for the first time, for whatever reason, <clears throat> well, because I was leaving, but they haven't done it before were really upset when they were saying goodbye to me on the doorstep. So I had the two little ones waving and crying and saying, don't go. And that doesn't actually normally happen. Um, And so that sort of, I think, made the whole thing quite emotional and feel feel quite bigger. Um, So you were saying goodbye to them on your way to Ireland, but also saying goodbye to the house because you weren't going to go back there. Yes, exactly. And then they came over and joined a week later. Um, and Ross stayed for a week and then he went back to London to, to move all our stuff into the new place. So that's what he, he's still there um, unpacking like a thousand boxes. Um, but it's done now. He's in and it's, yeah, oh, yeah. it'll be ready for us when we, when we go back. Well um, done, Ross. Well done, Ross. Yeah. Big tick. Well done, Ross. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's had to move the cat and all that kind of stuff. The cat, the poor cat. We had a drama with the cat. Oh, we had a drama oh, with the cat. This is the poor cat. Had, My cat has, has chronic heart disease. Oh. So like oh, a, what? Yeah, a week before the move. Well, a week before me leaving. Yeah. Poor cat I found sort of immobile on the on his chair. And breathing like, uh, you know, he was having sort of an asthma attack. He was just sort of like really struggling for breath. And I was just, what is going on with him? He's such a gorgeous cat. Every time you'd touch him, he'd purr. Mm. And that made the wheezing worse. And I didn't know what was going on. So I ended up having to rush him. I called the vet and they said, bring him in. If he's breathing like that, bring him in immediately. And they had to put him in an oxygen tank. Oh, babe. Don't expect these things. No, you don't. No, No, you don't. And that's why you don't take out pet insurance because you don't expect them. And then they happen and you go, I should have taken out fucking pet insurance. Oh, no, sweetheart, you've got to have pet insurance. The oh, oxygen yeah. tank costs a fortune. What did it cost you? What did it cost you? Oh, the whole thing. The vet had said to me, lovely, lovely vet, who happened to specialise in heart disease in felines. So I was very mm-hmm. lucky to have him. And uh, he said, we, you know, we'll obviously keep him in the oxygen tank for as long as he needs to, but you don't want him in that long because it's very, very expensive. So the whole thing with him staying in, he only stayed in 24 hours because again, that's very expensive keeping an animal in. The whole thing cost me about 600 quid. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's no, no, the medication. Listen, you have to get the pet insurance. More. You have to get the pet insurance immediately. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've learned this yeah. from friends who went, yeah. oh Jesus, I was just handed a bill for six, 700 quid. Oh Jesus, yeah. Whatever yeah. 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 But you know what I really made, like, uh, for those 24 hours, I, I, myself and Ross were beside ourselves with worry. Like, I, we, you obviously know that you, you're really attached to your pet and they're part of the family. But until they get ill and you're yeah. faced, like we thought he was going to die, 
we realize he's like such a part of the family mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love that cat so oh, no. much. So it was really 24 hours of being really quite distraught. Sure. Um, and then he bounced back. But his lifespan has been shortened considerably. They reckon he's only probably got about two years and he'll have another one of those episodes again and he might not bounce back quite as quickly. So he's on medication every day now for for the rest of his... What is the cat called? Chief. This is Chief. Remember the cat, the murderous cat? The murdering cat. Oh, the murderer. Chief is the murderer. His murdering days are over, I think. Yeah, no, he won't be out catching anything now. Do you think it was the murdering that might have done in his heart? It's like one murder too maybe, many. One, maybe he just had, him. A, had a bad mouth yeah, or something. Exactly. Just, well, I'm glad he pulled through, love, because if anything that happened to that cat in the middle of a house move, oh my God, country yeah. move, yeah. job changing, yeah. that you wouldn't have been able, that would have really? been too much. And how's your cat? Because we went on holidays and left oh, her for two weeks. Do you know the way they're never happy when you return? Now, I didn't leave her on her own. My sister stayed in the house to look yeah, after the cat yeah. while we were gone. We came back and as I said, there'd be a bit of revenge now to be had here. She'd be ignoring us and giving us a bit of attitude. She pissed in the Hoover. <laughs> she pissed in the Hoover. In the Hoover. <laughs> the smell. Oh my when you God. Turn, when you turn it, it off. is horrific. Oh. It's horrific. You're like going, what? Oh. And the, the smell of cat pee coming out of the middle of the hoover. Oh, Jesus. We've taken it apart, sprayed it down, left it out in the rain, put it back together. It still smells. That's the moral of You better bring your cat on your holiday with you. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) I was going to talk about um, travel journeys that have been particularly horrendous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Alice journeys. Any springing to mind? Babe? Oh, yeah. 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 Mine usually <laughs> with, with like young traveling with young kids, it always it, numerous scenarios of yeah. um, shit. <laughs> Literal shit. <laughs> actual shit. Actual shit. That just involves actual human feces. In your hand. In my hand, down <laughs> clothes, running to gates because there was touching cloth moments and you're in the fucking toilets washing underpants and sinks. Yeah. And then you're the last people on the flight and then the other you're one shits people. themselves on the flight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I've lost it's the those. one. It's the one thing I'd say in terms of feeling guilty about, you know, having a holiday and all of that. I I wanted to say to people who have small children, just forget it. Just just go to Kerry. Go have a nice holiday. Just until they're bigger. It is just not worth it. So full. You know, it's just not they're too when they're too small. Like forget it. It's It's a world of work, isn't it? It is also, it's a world of work to get on the fucking plane to oh yeah oh, to, no, from, like, from... to get to the airport to and then and also what I've found since traveling and we've done a fair bit of traveling now considering these COVID times you know we took three flights to get to Dublin like Albuquerque Dallas Dallas Philadelphia Ooh. Philadelphia Dublin and there was not a minute to spare getting one flight to, um, connection to another. Yeah, so if anybody there had shot themselves, delay, you would have missed your flight. I'm telling you, you would have been, you'd have been screwed. <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to take your shitty take your diaper shit you. <laughs> and take your shit with you and you wouldn't have made it on that plane. No. And also people are out of practice. I've noticed everyone is just a little bit more on edge than normal. Mm-hmm. And you throw two small children into the mix. Oh. It's just not Way too much it. stress. Not, not worth it. No, not no, worth no, it. really, it really isn't. I made that mistake traveling when they mine were too little. And, and also, though, because I, I because wouldn't do it again. No, well, and Ross brought the, the kids over on his own this time around because I had to leave a week earlier. <laughs> He's not a good flyer anyway. And he was flying from uh, London to Derry. So they're very small. The, the propeller planes, they're oh, small. They only seat 30 people. So, yeah. and you can't get three seats in a row. So the kids were two on one side, and he, then there's the, um, walkway and then he was on a seat in his own which he initially kind of thought actually I'm sitting on my own this is okay just kept literally throwing snacks at them just across the <laughs> throwing snacks at them throwing snacks literally throwing That's them what you do. yeah but because they couldn't remember being on a plane especially Joni but even Jesse couldn't actually really remember being on a plane because it's no. been a couple of years like we kind of did but not the experience of it so on takeoff and landing I'm going to move away from the mic because it'll be too loud they were literally went on this tiny plane <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't terrified. It was an exhilaration. They were like, 
he's like a roller coaster. I'm just sweating because takeoff and landing for him are the worst times. So he's like crying. And it's a big propeller. It's as well. big propeller. <laughs> he's trying to be the parent all calm. And just, and they're... Yeah, yeah. And he's like, shut up, just stop shouting, shut up. And they just thought it was hilarious screaming. They're on a roller coaster. Oh. The arms are up in the air. Everybody else is laughing. Ross is like literally. And he's, what he normally does is he has a couple of beers to calm the nerves. Like he's really not a good father. Like he's he's, he's no. bad. So he'd normally have a couple of beers. To, Can to he not acupuncture himself? himself he does. Oh, he's needles all over himself and the patches and everything. Like oh he's, not, he's just very bad. So they didn't, they had no service. The, on the thing is a real thing, this fear of flying. It's a really real, thing. real thing. And they had no service on the flight because a lot of the airlines aren't doing it. Yeah, they're not. No, no, oh, no service. So yeah. Nothing. He had nothing. nothing. So he was just... In the horrors. He was oh God! I love what him. is it? Has it always been that way? What? Is it's all. Something? He's never been great. And then he had one very bad flight to Thailand. So a long old flight, and they hit an electrical storm, and it was that'll do it. Really hairy. Oh, it was that shaking will do it. and you know clashing noises against the plane. It was it dropped. Um, oh, like it, 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 it was proper. He thought he was dying. He yeah. absolutely thought this is. Oh, wow. Okay. And he's well, that's PTSD, essentially. Every time <laughs> yes, he gets on a plane. Yeah. 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 That's but obviously, you have on. to try and keep it calm for the for kids. The kids yeah. So, constantly battling what's actually happening inside just to try and keep the kids calm. Yeah. And meanwhile, the kids are shitting what? Like they're on a roller coaster. Literally, arms in the air waving them, going, Yeah, we're landing. So funny. Well, my worst, um, worst experience, <laughs> now this was not a holiday. I was going to work to Vietnam, but Steve had gone out ahead of me by several months because we were making a film together. You remember it called Noble and Steve had written and was directing. So he went out like two months ahead of me, maybe more, three months. And I, while I single parented the seven wow. and four year old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For several months. And he was gone. And that nearly brought me to my knees, that alone, being the single parent oh, with God, the two yeah. months. Uh, yeah. Oh, flitters. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so by the time it came to me leaving to do the flight, I worked out that we would be about 17 hours door to door, you know, leaving the house. I was counting the taxi to Heathrow, the, the whole thing, the couple of hours. And I thought, how the actual fuck am I going to do this? <laughs> It was Dan, the four-year-old, really, now that was really going to stretch me. Holly was better. She was seven and just a bit more on it. But then again, that could be. <laughs> you never know. You don't know which one is going to cause you the most pain. Anyway, I did not. I remember I did loads of research and I did loads of Googling and I asked loads of people who were like seasoned long haul drivers what to do. And all of them said the same. Oh, listen, you'll be absolutely fine. Just arm yourself with loads for them to do books and magazines and the iPad is a godsend the ipad is a godsend that's what they get saying to me right okay bear that in mind now we get in the taxi i've locked up the house i've got the bags we're in the taxi get the i get a text from steve how's everything how are the children hey fine they're fine what do you care you're not here you're not here doesn't matter so angry we're on our way we're on our way stop asking questions <laughs> So we got then the next text I get was, well, I have very good news um, because we have flown out about 50 cast and crew. I have enough air miles to upgrade you and the kids oh, to business class. Yeah. Right. Business class. I was high as a kite. I nearly jumped through the text. Oh. I remember, oh, 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 thank you. God. All my <laughs> prayers are answered. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it is absolutely extraordinary what hearing the words business class does to you. I swear oh, no, to God. Yeah. I walked. I got a new walk. I walked. <laughs> like I owned it. Like I owned it. Just might as well have had the word smug written across my head in a lipstick. Just walked into the airport, hello, straight up to the business class desk. There wasn't a person a queue, nothing. Hello, hello, how are you? <laughs> hello, how's yourself? How are you? Waving over there at the scangers in the economy line. Right? <laughs> anyway, oh, Mrs. O'Kane, absolutely lovely. No problem. Straight through to the business class lounge. There will be food and free, free food, free drink into the fabulous lounge. <laughs> Every woman's locked. The kids were locked. I was locked. We were all locked. <laughs> Loads of eating and drinking until we boarded the plane. It was 
just everything was just going so smoothly it was almost ridiculous because the kids were so thrilled with the lounge the bits of food and people were helping us oh would you like anything and <laughs> we playing and then we got in gorgeous big seats oh yeah uh lovely and forget on and the first couple of hours are grand because i had given i gave dan the ipad right now then they said about halfway through we're just going to lower the lights so that everybody can have a nice sleep for themselves and your lovely beds, your chairs can recline into lovely beds. And the lights went down and I said to Daniel before, I said, OK, Dan, I need to take the iPad now. The captain's saying everyone has to put their technology away. Everybody's going to sleep. And Dan, age four, did this. No! <laughs> and I thought, oh, Jesus Christ, what was that? And there was a few shh, shh. I saw those few heads and I thought, oh, God, OK, OK. But that's not, wasn't a good response. I said, um, right, OK, I'll better try my firm but fair mum voice. <laughs> Daniel, the captain has said, we must put the technology away. Everybody else is going for a sleep and you have to sleep as well. No! He was clinging to the iPad like his life depended on it, right? He was playing a game called Temple Run. Have you ever heard of it? I'm going to do it for you now. This is <laughs> Temple Run. I have my phone here, right? Running, 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 over bridges, over bridges, over bridges, round corners, running, 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 running. Okay. Like, so for a four-year-old, really, really high stimulation. Oh, yeah. oh, like gosh. a half, 20 minutes, half an hour loads for his age group. And he'd now been on for like an hour and a half, let's say. So I was like, this has to stop. Like, this has yeah. to stop. But he was going, no, and screaming. And of course, the second time I got quite a bit of, shh, one man opposite me locked eyes with me. He looked at me like this, like everything on his face said, I've paid five grand for this ticket. Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you not to fuck this up. Please. <laughs> that was what his eyes said. His eyes were just full of fear and full of fear. Like, please get your fucking kid under control. So I thought, Jesus. Okay. I'll have to leave it for a few minutes and see, can I leave him for like 20 minutes? Uh, and I got up to go to the toilet. I thought I'll go to the toilet because I actually was thinking I need the loo, better do that as well before there's any more sh 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 moving around. And wait till you hear this. As I got up, I knocked a tall, quite large glass of water that was sitting perfectly on my armrest. I knocked it to my left over my perfectly sleeping daughter who wasn't making a sound. And she woke the thing she was, I mean, I, I didn't think it was a tall glass of water. It saturated her. She woke up like this. <laughs> the whole fucking business class was looking at me going, shh, <laughs> And himself was just on the iPad now quiet. So I was just like, fucking keep it, keep it. I see if I care. You're herself. <laughs> was soaked from top to bottom and I had a changing bag with me do you know the way you're organized you've got to change clothes okay I'm going okay love sorry 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 it's okay Jen calm down calm down it's okay it's just water it's just water I'm going to madly rummaging to the because her leggings you know little oh, leggings gee, on little girls no. they were soaked like right through to her pants like her, everything was soaking wet the t-shirt like they had to come off you know planes they're quite cold yeah so it was all wet like so I'm in the bag did I have a change of clothes for her? Oh, you didn't. No, no, I didn't because she's seven and she never needs a change. Oh. Whereas the manky boy child who was four needs changing every 10 minutes. He's just manky. So I had, didn't have anything for her and everything had to come off. And I found like a t-shirt to his, which was like squeezed onto her <laughs> and a tiny pair of four-year-old wife fronts because her leggings and her knickers had to come off and the wife fronts went up with her and I kept thinking, oh my God, this is going to have to be the youngest case of thrombosis the world has ever known because <laughs> they were so tight. They were so <laughs> but I had to get her out of the way. I got her out of them. And I think I put her in a pair of his shorts. She looked fucking ridiculous. Or else she was just in the white fronts. And then she said, I need to go to the toilet. And I had to, I wrapped her in a blanket because she was just in the knickers. And I wrapped her in a blanket and she went up through the cabin like Gandhi to the toilet. Like wrapped, <laughs> wrapped in a blanket, right? And that was fine. She went and she came back. And then another half hour passed. And I thought, I was looking at the four year old's head with the headphones and the iPad thinking, 
his head is going to explode. Like what's actually like what's going to happen to him? I mean, if I can't if I can't get the iPad off him, like what damage is going to be done here? I kept thinking there'd be there could, there could be an ambulance when we land, like on the <laughs> runway, to take him off to hospital because I kept thinking his head would literally melt. I mean, you can't leave a four-year-old playing a game like that. We're now coming up for two hours. He's on it, right? Yeah, four. Anyway, I. I got Holly settled, got her changed and settled. And here's what happened. I thought that I was going to sleep for the second half of the flight. The second, I, I think I got all the hours wrong earlier, but they say it was seven hours. I didn't sleep a wink on that business class flight. <laughs> I'll say that again, business class <laughs> flight. Because my son played Temple Run for seven hours straight. Seven hours. I couldn't get the iPad off. I couldn't get up. What could I do? He screamed every time I attempted oh to take it. Oh it was God. horrific. It was the worst journey of my entire life. And then as we landed, and as we landed the plane, literally the wheels, I remember this, they hit the ground of Saigon and his face collapsed <laughs> onto the iPad into like a deep sleep. Like oh this. my God, just as we landed. Yeah. Just, just as we landed and I had no buggy. Right. Oh I God, don't know why I had no buggy. I thought I'd know I was trying to travel light. I was I had nothing. So which meant I had to carry him. He was like a four-stone bag of spud weight. I had to carry him with all of the arts and crafts and things that I'd brought to entertain them for the fucking oh journey. Bags. I had bags. I had him 42 degrees of heat off the plane into 42 degrees, the bag of spuds over my shoulder, carrying the two bags and Gandhi beside me, right? <laughs> and we traipsed, traipsed from the airplane a long 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 walk by the time we got out to see the husband we looked like we had walked <laughs> from London to Saigon <laughs> we looked like we'd walked and, oh, and Steve was there all smiles thinking well how did the business class go <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this, the first episode of our second season. And this episode was called I Got You an Upgrade. This podcast is powered by the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.